0: Welcome to DealCast, the M&A podcast brought to you by the Merger Market and Deal Reporter editorial teams. I'm Dean McRoby, journalist at Merger Market and Deal Reporter, and welcome to today's episode. I'm joined by Swetha Kopanath and Joel Grando, my colleagues at Deal Reporter and Merger Market. And today we'll be discussing RPC, the plastics packaging company. Last week, we saw a new bid, or Um, new interest in a bid uh, indicated by barry global another plastics packaging company and this comes after months of um, of wrangling with um, two private equities apollo and bain and then after bain dropped out just apollo and it was entirely unexpected and i guess uh, sueta and joao uh, if you could tell us how this came about and uh, just give us some background on the situation
1: Yeah, the story goes um, as far back as last summer, actually, uh, when RPC's advisors sort of um, informally sounded the market uh, to gauge takeover interest. Uh, And that came about because RPC's investors were sort of dissatisfied uh, with the company's acquisition strategy. RPC um, has been highly acquisitive, and there were some questions about... um, the level of synergies they were deriving from these acquisitions. Um, And then you had um, Northern Trust come out with a report um, criticizing the company's acquisition strategy. They essentially said that the company was using them to sort of uh, paper over um, inflated labor costs and other costs which then led to short interest in the stock. So there, there really has been um, a lot of interest in this name for a while now uh, with quite a few moving parts here.
2: Yeah, and there was I think when, when uh, uh, RPC made it public that it was sounding the market and that it was attracting some interest from, from parties, as you said, especially uh, private equity houses. And, uh, and I think the two names that were made public then were Apollo and Bain. But uh, it took them a while to, to to decide whether they wanted to acquire this business or not, right? So what we saw uh, throughout the second half of last year was like a succession of uh, deadline extensions, right? And uh, always with Apollo and Bain, no one else really showing any interest. And then eventually Bain walked away and then there was only Apollo left. And this was just before... Uh, the, the, the Christmas break or early December, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, Bane walked away uh, early December, and this was, uh, like you said, after about, uh, yeah, from multiple uh, Pusu extensions. I think um, by the time uh, Apollo uh, formally launched an offer for the company, we'd had about five Pusu extensions in all.
0: So we thought that was it. Apollo was going to buy RPC, but. Um How surprised were we by Barry emerging as a rival bidder?
2: Yeah, I think we were, we thought, yeah, first we thought, yeah, after Bing walked away, we said, yeah, Apollo's going to buy it. But then Apollo itself also extended the deadline, although it was the only uh, bidder left. Uh, And then they finally announced an offer uh, on the 23rd of uh, January. And again, we thought that was it, Apollo's going to buy it. But then uh, we were surprised, I think many people were surprised to see Barry and uh, to uh, you know, come out saying that, well, we might consider an offer for this business and asking RPC to send them the, the due diligence uh, documents so they could have a look at the assets. So yeah.
0: why now? Um,
1: yeah, that's the question everybody's asking uh, because, uh, like we were saying before, RPC has been on the block for quite a while now. But um, I think what um, some people are speculating is that Apollo put in such a low-ball bid for RPC that Barry, um, as the natural consolidator in the space, uh, pro- probably thinks they can slightly improve the offer or come in with better terms um, and um, yeah, exactly. get a great asset on the cheap.
2: Yeah, and we, although Barry uh, haven't made an offer yet, we we should take them seriously, because. They are the clear uh, consolidators in this market. You know, what they do in the U.S. is what basically RPC does in Europe. And, you know, combining the two would make them uh, the largest uh, player uh, globally in this uh, sector. So, yeah, they they could be uh, very serious about it.
1: And Barry has been a consolidator too, uh, largely thanks to Apollo, which used to own them.
2: Yeah, that's very interesting because uh, Apollo created, not created Barry, but acquired Barry and then uh, helped it grow and then eventually listed the business. And uh, what pe- some people are saying is that they could do the same with RPC in Europe. Uh, but yeah, uh, maybe Barry has other plans now and <laughs> might be uh, the acquire of RPC itself.
0: So do we think Barry can outbid Apollo?
2: Well, that remains to be seen, but Barry certainly has uh, some, some challenges, right? Uh, as we wrote uh, in our story after uh, their announcement came out, uh, one thing is leverage. So Barry um, has uh, promised or has said to, their, uh, to investors that they would keep their leverage rate below four times. Uh, what our analytics are showing is that they use if they use that to finance this acquisition of RPC, they'll have to go above that. Uh, So we don't know how happy their shareholders will be about this. And the other point is uh, synergies. Uh, It remains to be seen what sort of synergies synergies they can get from uh, this acquisition of RPC, right?
1: Yeah, because they have no geographic overlap, as uh, Joao was saying before. RPC is largely uh, focused on Europe, uh, whereas Barry has a large presence in the US. Um, RPC has a small US business, but I think that accounts for about 10% of their revenue. So there's uh, negligible uh, geographic overlap here.
2: Exactly. So I think these would be the main points now. And uh, we shall see what um, Barry is going to do next.
0: So, do you think we're going to be looking at this situation for a while yet?
1: Definitely. Um, going by Apollo's due diligence work, um, which lasted five months, it looks like Barry has uh, quite a large task ahead of it.
2: Exactly. And then, also judging by how low this bid was, or what people consider to be low, you could imagine that there are, there might be, you know, some headroom for for expanding or for increasing this bid on both sides. So, are we going to see a bit war? Perhaps.
1: Yeah, we'll be covering it for a while now.
0: (laughs) Plenty to look forward to. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to us. DealCast is available on Apple Podcasts. Just search DealCast. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Audio Boom. Information on the deals discussed today will be listed in the show notes. See you next time.